And I quote, I was going down on my girl and she started getting a little wild and was really enjoying herself. Out of nowhere, she rips a giant fart. At the same time, I was gasping for air and got a mouthful of breath and small bits of fecal matter in my face and stuck between my teeth. This is such a uh, crappy situation. I mean, you know this man's I mean? really down in the dumps, right? You know, this is probably, <laughs> I mean, this might not be the number one worst scenario, but it's definitely it's the number, number two. two. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see the yearly fatalities from eating butt. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be a few a year from eating butt. You know, no. eating butt's dangerous. Shout out Pat Beverly, who's now my new favorite sixer. And then Rome asked him, he's like, yeah, what does he do to, like, rectify that? He's like, nothing, it's over. Everyone knows you're soft. Everyone knows you ain't going to do shit. Everyone knows you're <laughs> uh, sissy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the 4th Street Productions LLC proudly brings to you the Internet's greatest news team in the world, the Iron Fist Matt Lavelle, the Punisher Steve Cabot, the Working Perspectives Podcast, and I'm Liam Reese. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Working yeah. Perspectives. Oh. Oops. <laughs> he got aggressive. But now that we're here, we're going to do the pop-in. We're going to do awesome news stories that are better than all the news that you're ever going to find on the internet. Yeah, You can find the rest of our content on Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh, Instagram, all those good places. Yep. So, uh, Steve, how are we doing tonight, brother? I was in the Poconos earlier this weekend. I got a machete. If we can see. Yeah, I got a machete with a knuckle guard. And hold on. Damn. From the Meth Mart. This is the gas station, by the way. And the Meth Mart. Nunchucks. Real joints. Cause metal and wood joints. Real joints. Like Michelangelo. So. You got that at the gas station? It's the Meth Mart. Call it the right thing. All right? Because they sell lunch meat. They sell energy drinks. They sell beer. They sell crack pipes. They sell machetes. They sell nunchucks. Whatever you need, the Meth Mart has. Shout out the Meth Mart and the meth head that runs it. Dude, that's what, like, that's what, like, trashy middle of the nowhere, middle of nowhere, like, small white towns are, like, the best for. Like, big, cheap knives and shit, like, swords and shit. Yeah, nunchucks. Anything Where can you, you find can, like, real nunchucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, Matt. How we doing tonight, brother? Doing good, my man. Super excited for this. Man, can't wait. Love your intro. Great job, bro. Doing it. We're doing what we can, you know? All right. Well, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in society. Working perspectives, we're just sharing. Working perspectives. All right, on the show today, we're going to be bringing you topics from around the globe. The topic's going to fall under three 
different categories. The categories are stupid is as stupid does, incredibly <sighs> incredible, and Ooh. sports and speds. Yeah. We're gonna get right into it with the first topic, which is stupid is as stupid does. Liam Leshmushma Reese. What do we got for stupid is as stupid does, baby? A Mansfield, Connecticut man was so bombed when he left his house that he forgot that he left his kid like at home. Oh no. The the problem is he drives to the store and he goes into the store, shops and everything, comes out and this guy is like so out of it that when he comes out and goes to his car, he's thinking like, "Oh my gosh, my kid's not here. My kid's not in the car." So he calls 911. <laughs> State troopers show up. They're looking for this missing child. The dude's name was Colby Parker. And he, him, the state troopers and everything, they're looking everywhere for this kid, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? They, they like, you know what I mean? It's like a big deal. Missing big child, time. dude. So, like, as they're looking for this kid, you know, the next stage of it is, like, you go to your house, regroup, like, find out where the kid was going. So they get to the house, and the kid is just chilling there. You know what I mean? So so the guy is that bombed. He completely forgot that he even brought the kid. So it was the second time he went to that store. So I think this is where the mix-up was. Earlier oh, no. that day, earlier that day, he showed up, shopped. He was on camera with the kid and everything. The second time he showed up, he wasn't with the kid. So I think that's where like his brain like got like scrammed. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm I'm gonna say that it might have been drugs between the first more drugs mm, from the first to second mm, stop that kind of mm. washed away some of the memory. And it was the same store twice. So how forgetful <laughs> is this dude? You know what I mean? Bro. He forgets the kid, then he's gotta go back to the store because he forgot whatever he didn't get on the first run. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless I mean it was a place called the Price Chopper. I don't know what in, in Connecticut, mm, if that's like bro. a beer. Like if that's a beer joint, like if it's like how we have, uh, you know, like in supermarkets, we can get yeah. beers. I don't know if that's how the price chopper is. So I don't know if it was a beer run or if he just forgot something. My my money's on both. You know what I mean? He forgot more price beer. Chopper. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I don't think he's doing well in life. Is he, If he's rushing Enough. out to the price chopper a couple times a day, <laughs> probably not the best spot. Yeah. So I would not. I would assume you can get nunchucks there, dude. This yeah. guy, like, they had to send out an Amber Alert and everything. Like, <laughs> oh, this is oh my god! Bro, also, and the kid too, is just sitting at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, bro, like, legit, that is the your your biggest fear of your life. You mm. know what I mean? Like, kids go. Oh, yo, total nightmare. Real come to life. Like, man. Right. I feel. I mean. The, having to go through the thought of having a missing kid is punishment enough for like you know making the mistake of thinking you had a missing kid. You know, also I would love yeah. to see like how he acted when he realized his kid was at his house. That you're you right. Know? That would have been gold. Well, well, not surprisingly, Colby is being charged with multiple offenses related to endangering a minor and like DUI and everything. Yeah. You know? What a dip. Yeah. What a Jesus. dip. Is right. What are you gonna do? Man. Well, All I right. guarantee I guarantee that cop was like, we got another one at price cutter again. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, price chopper. At price the, chopper. Uh, the price chopper again. Yeah. yeah. I bet he called and he's like, Oh, we got another price chopper situation. They're like, All right, does he have a samurai sword at least? And I'm like, Oh yeah. no, okay, thank God. At least not They're this like, time. Don't worry, Mike's already in the parking lot. He's he's there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Good stuff, Lashmoosh. Love it. Shout out to that guy. Steve, we're going to you. What do you got for stupid is a stupid dude? Cody Miller, 26, of Palmdale, California, landed in the ER from having 
what he is claiming an allergic reaction. His face swelled up. His throat was swelling up. He didn't know why. Runs to the ER. They get to the ER. They're not sure what's going on. They have to bring in a specialist. The specialist is in allergies and infectious diseases. He doesn't know what's going on. Poor old Cody can't talk to them because his throat's so swollen. He's almost not breathing, right? But good old technology. What can Cody do? He can text on a phone. So Cody texts to the to the doctor, the infectious specialist. And I quote, I was going down on my girl and she started getting a little wild and was really enjoying herself. Out of nowhere, she rips a giant fart. At the mm. same time, I was gasping for air and got a mouthful of ass breath and small bits of fecal matter in my face and stuck between my teeth. Instantly, they ran tests on the fecal matter, which then, of course, showed that in the doo-doo, it was intermeshed with peanuts. So he then says, and I quote again, I never knew I had an issue with peanuts. I love Snickers. Doctors say the fact that the bits of peanuts were in shit apparently lowered my immune system and was lowered it enough to create this near fatal incident. Shout out, Cody, not his girlfriend. Oh, and then hold on before I end this. He also at the end said, sucks I can't eat peanuts now, but it sucks even worse. I can't look into my girl's eyes without cracking up. Cody yeah. got a good Cody got a good humor to this. I mean, he really had no choice. This is such a uh, crappy situation. I mean, you know this man's I mean? really down in the dumps, right? You know, this is probably, <laughs> I mean... This might not be the number one worst scenario, but it's definitely it's the number, number two. two. <laughs> Why was he breathing dog? in? Because Bro. he was getting so deep. With he was probably gyrating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I would the- love to see what his girl looks like. It'd be like if she's a big old linebacker, that's one thing. But if she's like a smoking rocket and she's well, just like blowing like dropping heat in this guy's mouth while he's trying to go down on her like well i mean he's cool with it so there's a pretty good chance she is you know i mean mean? you know honestly too i mean the youth today they're all they're all eating ass man yeah all these everybody's eating ass you know now also if you google good old cody miller 26 of palmdale california and you see the picture dog his it looked like what was the movie with um with um uh ace ventura guy where his like face swells, his lips and his face are so enormous. Out of the mask, like the mask. is that where it happens? Where he like gets the what movie was it where they got the reaction to their face? I forget. He's spending uh, out, but oh, this dude's face, the lips and the face is so funny, and he couldn't even speak. And he texts to the doctor, and of course, like I said, this is quote by the way. She ripped a huge fart oh, in boy. my mouth as I yeah, oh. that's wild. Yo, that is wild, dude. That's how he found oh. out he was allergic to peanuts. Before that, he said he was eating Snickers and whatnot, but apparently because it was in the doo-doo, it lowered an immune system and it blew it, I guess, with the excessive force down his throat. That That's is how, so like, crazy, dude. That is, that is insane. That, that is an insane story. I'm suing her. I'm suing this broad. I mean, thank God he didn't die. You know? She tried to Could kill me. Imagine? I'm suing her. I mean, I would love to see the yearly fatalities from eating butt. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be a few a year from eating butt. You know, no. eating butt's dangerous. You imagine that's one of your friends were all standing around the funeral and you're Bro. like, you how Steve went. Bro. Yeah, I heard you fart it in his mouth and he couldn't take it. You're like, so, damn. <laughs> Honestly, yo, I mean, how, how wild is this bitch that she just rips ass in his mouth? She has to be like, so hot. That's the all, only way you can explain. That's what I say. That's what I, I agree. That's I don't know. I knew. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I knew this guy, right? 
Um, he's a friend of mine. He's one of, like one of my best friends. And he was in college and there was this girl like, you know, they like, you know, he had a group of friends and there was a group of girls that hung out with a group of friends, whatever. And there's this one girl that would like blow all the guys. Right. And he was he got soldier. Shout out her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's total lead. But she got drunk one night and like they all did. He went, got a whole Larry's cheesesteak, ate the whole Larry's cheesesteak. Right. And then she's doming him and he busts ass while she's doming him and she doesn't say a word. Right. But uh, like in my mind, I'm like, it's just a complete lack of respect. So if if this is really his girlfriend or she's like, you know, just getting, you know, some some stuff from this guy and and kicking him to the curb kind of thing. Right. I think it could be like that. I don't know. Now, listen, Mm -hmm. I'll be I'm going to be fully transparent here. If Penelope Cruz wants to fart in my mouth, I'm going to take it and not say a word. I will absolutely take it and not say Olivia Wilde wants to just give me a brown helmet. I'm all about it. I'm not telling my friends or anyone on the planet, but I'm just going to eat it. That moment dies right there in my brain. CTE is then a weapon and I can just forget the moment. Yeah, you just take it to the grave and you know. Just let it be one of of those things. One of those things that's only for you. You know what I mean? On my deathbed, I call my brother over. I'm like, Tony, come here. <laughs> yeah. That whore Janelle shit in my mouth. Kill her. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, wow. it's not right. It's not right. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. This guy also, he was definitely, uh, yeah, he's definitely eating a guy's butt. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, oh, like, boy. let's be honest. So, all right. Real nice, real good stuff. Awesome. Real nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh let's keep it on um moving on down the road. Uh Lishmoosh, I'm going back to you for incredibly incredible. Good sir. What do you have for incredibly incredible? Guys, we've covered a story like this before. And when you're in a situation like this, there's you know, you you can't you just can't forget the first rule. Okay. So two daycare workers at Kids Unlimited in Prosperity, South Carolina were busted for running a child fight club. Serena Caldwell and Erica Jones were accused of instigating at least 14 kids, some as young as three years old, to throw hands. Local sheriffs arrested both teachers for contributing to minors' delinquency and unlawful conduct towards a child. So the pair was busted after a toddler broke the first rule of toddler fight club and told his parents that he was asked to punch each other like as punishment. So the fights were also a lot of the fights were also caught on video too. That's why they hammered these girls so hard. So they have proof. Like the Caldwell chick is facing 15 counts and the Jones chick is is facing 14 counts of getting 3 and 4 years old, dude, to fight. Dude, I'm not going to lie. If someone did that to my daughter, I don't care if it's a woman, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of her. Like I oh! would kill a bitch. If she fucking tried to do that to my kid, that is unreal. The crazy thing is, too, it's like my daughter's already in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but it's a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like kid cockfighting. Like, this is yeah. brutal, dude. Like, that's like legit. They're yeah, they're like these kids are all going to be affected for the rest of their lives. To be fair, though, the youth is a little soft. So <laughs> I was actually like thinking of that like you know what i mean like you well know. maybe you know a little bit if they maybe, would if they would have waited to wrestle not like not, yeah. as long as you're not squaring them off and like the weight there has to be weight classes too like you can't have like yeah. the six-year-olds and the three-year-olds yeah. like six-year-olds can't be picking on the three-year-olds oh yeah. you have two three-year-olds they're about the same size you, you know, know I mean? 
Dude, when I was a kid, my dad, he was our Cub Scout leader and we were living in California. So I was six or seven years old. Right. And mm -hmm. he would get like when it was Tom's Cub Scout group. Right. But I always like was there because I was so close to their age. I just like hung out there, you know, and he legit like they would all come over. There's probably like eight kids in this Cub Scout group. And my dad would have his box in the front yard. Right. And the oldest kid was probably eight. And I was the youngest kid at six or seven. And we would all box each other in the front yard of our house in California. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I don't know. Boys is different, though. You know what I mean? 100%. And it was like, one, we had six, like, we were little kids with 16-ounce boxing gloves. Like, we could barely throw these things. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it looked like we were, you know, like, they were, like, massive on us. So, like, no one ever got hurt. And it was more just for, like, you have to, like, you know, instill some aggression in kids. But still. Yeah, man. I now, listen, know. I got two things on this, uh, Liam. I saw this story, too, myself, because, of course, we usually think alike. Uh -huh. Two things. Uh, the parents all suck that sent their kids here. Because, first off, when you see the picture of the two people. I know. Dude, yeah, I was going to say mm -mm. that. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never dropping my daughter off with the people that run this place, right? These two people that were arrested, they both look like they just got off the block. Especially the lady the on pipe. the right. The lady oh, on the terrible. right looks like she was in prison yesterday just <laughs> got out this morning i yeah. agree also did you see the facility scream it was like a pole barn wherever mm. they were putting these kids in it looked like something i'd buy beer out of in goddamn maniac <laughs> it was not a daycare it was literally like an aluminum roof pole barn that you probably keep a john deere tractor and four wheelers in I, it was the whole situation, when I saw it, I was like, yo, these pictures yeah. are insane. Yeah, what yeah. asshole showed up and was like, nah, this looks like a great daycare. Yeah, yeah, you too, too? Yeah, hell yeah, take my kid. Like, I, I blame the parents because you knew what you were getting. I guarantee this was like a $5 daycare. They yeah, were probably like yeah. some real cheap. And they're like, oh, I got a great one. You're like, oh, did you? Because your kids are in there kicking the shit out of each other. Down south. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. down south. It's a little bit different. They just, you know. Damn I mean? it. If there's room in a barn, they open a... All a I saw there. was the pictures, and I was like, oh, oh no. Any reasonable human would see this person <laughs> and be like, yeah, yeah, no, no, not for my kid. I'm sorry. I usually try not to, like, judge on appearances and stuff, but, like, yeah, I'm the judging lady me. on the right... The lady I'm judging on the right her. Is so rough, dude. She's, yeah. she's, she's, she's pretty mean-looking, man. Dude, yeah, brutal. I mean, uh, I don't know, dude. I'll tell you, like, it depends where you're at. Like, where, you know... Like I've said before on the show, I live in Montgomeryville, so mm -hmm. you know it's small a, flex. The daycares yeah, out the daycares out here are pretty nice. We'll just say good daycares in Montgomeryville. But when we were living in the Northeast, bro, my daughter was. It, this is her third daycare. First in daycare, an all Russian school. Well, the first daycare. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you this. The first the first daycare we went to was an Albanian speaking. Yeah, day. nobody nobody spoke English. <laughs> Right. It was great because, well, my daughter's already bilingual, so it was right, pretty pretty good. Right. And it was, a good day, it was a good daycare. You right? have zero idea what's going on. You're like, what's going on, hon? Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah right. but like, you know, it was clean and the people were right. nice and like that They're was good fine. people. Right. For sure. But like, dude, like we like I didn't start like, you know, I didn't even like look at daycares before. But like right. when you would drive around and you see the differences in some daycares, like yes. the state, like the state run daycares, bro, yeah, yeah. like the state yeah, yeah, or the yeah. state sponsored daycares or whatever, dude, they are rough. Like I would walk by and it's one like 350 pound lady just sitting, just burning heaters. And these kids are just running around and like there's a fence and it's like, all right, they're kind of in like a kennel for the day. 
you know, basically, and they're not fed. And then the second daycare my daughter went to was a Russian owned daycare that was cash only cash only. Daycare. You don't you don't say <laughs> I mean, you I'll tell you, say. tell you this. Security was not an issue at the cash. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, your daughter's part. safe there. Ain't no yeah. nothing going down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was an uh, it was an old movie theater in the Northeast that they converted. Dude, to do any it's... Russians have bank accounts, dude? No, like they always it's oh, always excuse cash, me, dude. Yeah, it's they all have cash. guns. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're like, they hey, all got guns. Hey, 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 Boris, is my uh, daughter okay back there playing with the extension cord? She is fine, Matu. You'll stay. You're like, all right, all right. No problem, yeah, Boris. Dude, you I, ain't I kidding. You. They're definitely safe. You ain't kidding. Hell yeah. Yeah. Russians nice. do not play. No. God, no. Love it, though. All right, good stuff. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Steve, what do you got for Incredibly Incredible? Now going from funny, he gets to a little sad. This one emotionally hits me. I lost a dog this year. You know, oh, I had no. a Rottweiler for 10 years. He oh, passed yeah, yeah, away. Yeah. I had to put him down this year. You know, shout out, Bruno. Right, I love Pete. you. One love. A Colorado hiker who's been missing since August near the Blackhead P- section of the Rockies, mm-hmm. which is like 12,500 foot peak, right? The 71 year old man, don't go hiking when you're 71, decided he wanted to summon it with his dog, Finley, who is a 12 pound uh, Jack Russell Terrier. So they get lost. Uh, no one knows where they're at. This is in August. They find him on my birthday. This is why I brought the story up. August 30th. They find him. Or, uh, August 30th. October 30th. They find him. Uh, get over 2,000 hours of canine and groundwork to try to find this guy. Aerial camera, everything. Try, can't find him. Of course, hunters find him. That's what always happens, right? So some hunters in the backwoods find his decomposing body. And what do they find? Not only his decomposing body, but young Finley. At six pounds, who lost 50% of his body weight, still standing tough next to his owner, like man's best friend. This little Jack wow. Russell Terrier would not leave this man's side for 10 weeks in incredibly low temperatures, right? You're in the Rockies, you're way up. So they said that the owner, when they did the autopsy, he died of uh, hypothermia. And when you start to get hypothermia, especially when you're 71, don't hike when you're 71 in the mountains in Colorado Rockies. Whatever right. he uh, when you get hypothermia and it starts coming in, you get uh, you start getting delusional. You start getting like discombobulated. You don't know where it's going. And then it all kicks in. Right. So this guy got confused. Blah, blah, blah. This is what happened. He eventually went down. Right. They bring the dog back. The dog's at six pounds. They think that it scurried around and maybe ate some mice. Also at a 12 pound at the 12 pound Jack Russell Terrier had to avoid things like mountain lions, coyotes, Woofs, you're in the Colorado Rockies. Oh, There's some real oh predators. God. This dog, female too, little bitches, gangster. Shout out this bitch. And I'm not being mean. That's what they call them. Right. This bitch is a real gangster to not only stick by her master's side, man's best friend, ride or die no matter what. This thing survived all those predators. So shout out Finley. Shout out man's best friend. And shout out dogs. For any person, I still say this to this day, any person who doesn't with dogs, I don't with you. Because I can't trust you. That's man's best friend nothing will ride as hard as a dog for you shout out finley yeah incredible yeah dude that's awesome wow i'm i mean like 10 weeks in the rockies it stayed by his side dude i'm like blown away that's incredible (laughs) when the hunters found it was minutes (laughs) no cats eating you five minutes into it i was just gonna say and the dog didn't eat the this okay all right was again you're in like a will now in in a real bad situation it probably would but in yeah. where he was at, there's, you know, it's like a very, very wilderness thing. And it's not nothing's as aggressive as a terrier. They were let, literally bred to hunt small vermin. So like oh. that's in its genetics. That's what it's meant to do. The small terriers, not the bigger ones. So like this thing is like this is what it's genetically meant to do. 
chase and kill some rat or a bunny or you know what I mean? Damn, mm-hmm. Damn. dude, that's I and mean, then, I don't know. It's cool Go for ahead. the family too. It's cool for the family too. Like I know they lost their de- like a grandfather or whatever it was, but to have the family dog come back and then people they did say this. They were like, only if that dog could talk to tell you what what, what it went through in ten weeks of sticking by that man's side, what it endured, what it saw. Because again. At that size? Dude. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Everything in the sky is also death. A yeah. hawk, an eagle, wow. a raptor, Dude, a snake, like anything. Everything. Yeah. Everything's death when you're that small. This isn't a Doberman next to him. It's a damn 12-pound Jack Russell Terrier. And Yo. a real close friend of mine, the Romeos, had Terriers. They are gangster. Gangster. Dude, I'll tell you, too. Like, this is... Uh... Like basically a housebroken dog, like you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like that goes from living in a house with an owner that takes care of it to fighting for its life every yep. day. Like the yep. dog, the transition of this dog is like it's wild, you know. Like I know, I dude, I agree that honestly, this would be a great movie. You know what I mean? Incredible. Like, like if they did, you know, maybe not a Homeward Bound style, but if they did, yeah. you know. I don't know, even if you made, like, a cartoon kind of thing out of it, but made it, like, ultra real of, like, dude, this thing's fighting off fucking coyotes and all that shit. Woo! It reminds me of the meme. You ever see the one after, like, thank or after um Fourth uh, of July they always send out, and it's, like, a dog, and it's in, like, a military outfit and has a cigarette, and it's, like, oh, yeah. the loud yeah. bangs, man. I'm different now. Like, like he's been to war. It changes yeah. you, and he's, like, smoking yeah. a cigarette. That's how this dog came out of there. It went in there, and there's another meme, too, where it says, like, it shows wolves 500 years ago and he's like i ate every predator and anything around me that tried to mess with my tribe and then it shows a domesticated dog 200 or 2000 years later and it says i ate the wrong dog food and now i have diarrhea like the <laughs> difference between the two like come on man yeah nah love it dude real good awesome stuff so okay let's keep going shout out that terrier uh and finley steve, finley shout out finley steve i'm gonna go back to you though we're going on the sports and speds what do you have for sports and speds for the first time in 25 years a nba basketball game had multiple players ejected before either team scored mm-hmm. makes me like basketball because basketball is the softest thing on the planet anyway uh best athletes softest people um Jaden mcdaniels from the timberwolves went to get a rebound Clay Thompson, they were already chirping before the game. Everybody knows Clay Thompson. He's part of Splash Brothers, him and Steph Curry, blah, 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 Golden State Warriors. They get into a little tussle, start pulling each other, ripping jerseys. Immediately, everybody knows the only guy that he's still soft, but I guess he's tough in basketball. Draymond Green runs up mm-hmm. and decides he's going to grab seven-foot French pussy. Um, Rudy Gobert by his neck as he's trying to break the fight up and throw him in. Eh, I guess I would call it a rear naked choke. It's like a hybrid head. He has no idea what he's doing. Hybrid headlock, hybrid rear naked, and tries to drag him back. Rudy immediately, because he's he's French and, and pussy, puts his hands up to show, I'm not fighting back. You're seven foot two, fight back. Instead, yeah, he holds bro. his hands up. The other dude, he's not letting go, dragging him down. They have to fight Draymond to get him off. And uh, the best was, shout out Pat Beverly, who's now my new favorite sixer. Uh, Pat Beverly has a podcast with yeah, Barstool, Rome, and he, yeah, and he, yeah, and he talks, he talks the realist, right? And he saw that, and he's played with um, uh, Cat, which is uh, Carl Anthony Thompson, right? Cat's mm. Carl- a, a superstar in the NBA. He said he's bogus and he's soft. For him to not defend his boy while Draymond was yoking him out, he goes, none of those guys came to his aid and tried to rip Draymond off him. They just all like stood there as Draymond choked him. He goes, if I ever played them guys in the in the in the, they're gonna play each other in like the playoffs. I'd look over and be like, oh, well, he's soft. There's no coming back from that. 
And then Rome asked him, he's like, yeah, what does he do to like rectify that? He's like, nothing. It's over. Everyone knows you're soft. Everyone knows you ain't going to do shit. Everyone knows <laughs> you're a uh, sissy. So shout out, uh, shout out, uh, Pat wait, Bev for did, lighting them did, all up. Did, did Draymond jump him from behind with the choke? Yes, but Draymond is six foot seven, decent build. Rudy Gobert is like seven foot two. Yeah. He's so gigantic. And instead so, of trying to grab the arm and Draymond like ain't up, no fucking hero either, though. Like agreed, agreed. But that's for a, a bitch foot, move too. I mean, I guess, but for this is even softer for me. Him to not fight back and just hold I'm, his hands agreed, up like a weirdo. Agreed, you, agreed. This is why we we start. I started this, Matt. Me and you both agree. This is why basketball is the softest sport ever. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, and Carl I, Anthony Towns, well, and you're a you're a hoe too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, like, I feel like, I mean, yeah, Rudy Gobert's a bit, you know, he's a bitch for not fighting back, for sure. But yeah. it's, Draymond's also a bitch for, like, like not stop, like, you know, jumping on the guy from behind and then, you know, thinking, like, oh, I'm going to fucking be the hero and take this guy down, where he jumps the guy from behind and then the guy's not fighting back and you don't stop. Like, if you really wanted to de-escalate the situation, that's fine. But he wanted to make it a thing like, I'm going to take this motherfucker down who ain't fighting back. Like, he's still a bitch, too. But here's my thing. They're both not, bitches. Not, not, not if he's my teammate, because he ran into pull. Rudy tried to pull them apart. And when he saw Gobert try to grab his teammate, that's when he yoked them. So if, if, if that happens to Embiid and someone he runs up and he grabs Embiid, oh, uh, you're damn right, uh, B-ball Paul Reed better knock him the F out. Like, I need one of my teammates to grip him up. Everyone can't stand around and watch him grab our center, the right. biggest guy on the team, and just right. hoe him like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, the other guys, what is it, the Timberwolves? Yeah, whatever. Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking bitches. They're all Soft. bitches. Yeah, agreed. But I mean, that also, you know, I, it says a lot about the other guys on the team, but it says a lot 100%. Too about, like, they, you know, I mean, he is French, so fuck him. He's so gay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shout out yeah. Pat Bev for being the man and calling. I've never it out. been a big. I've never been a big fan of Draymond either. Just at like, all, at all. I like. I hate the way he talks. Yeah, he's too. goofy, man. Oh, he's it, fucking. He's the worst. Yeah, he's he's the toughest guy in the softest sport. So calm down, all right. Is, like, he, what you, is he really? I mean, he just gets down. He will like try to fight you, but like, I mean, and nowadays, if he was in the eighties and he tried that shit with Chuck Barkley. No, Good no. luck, cuz you want to try that with like Larry yeah. Bird. You think Malone's taking any mouth. of his shit? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 not no, a no, chance, no, no. dude. No, 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 no. Yeah, do you think Bill Lambeer ain't gonna put him in the third row? Like, dog, they would have picked him up and body slammed him. Yeah, his ass. Yeah, semi pro was the best. How they always such a great movie. Yeah, nice. All right, good stuff, Steve. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Lishmushma, what do you got for sports and spets? Uh, did you guys see this? Uh, the Act like the lawsuit between the UFC fighters and uh Dana White sure and then have. well and the UFC, not in Dana White, and it's like his LLC. So mm-hmm. UFC lost the bid to revoke the class action status from like hundreds of the MMA fighters and everything. So there's like a billion dollar lawsuit out there right now because they're being underpaid, you know. Like mm-hmm. we were just talking about basketball, basketball and all the other sports, they probably you know, they get like between 47 and 50% of revenue for like the sport. Dude, these fighters in the UFC get between 16 and 19% of the revenues. Like no matter, mm-hmm. no matter how much he makes on these pay-per-views, dude, you know, like, it's just like a, I don't know. So they're, so they're going, they're coming at him for 
you know, like lost wages and stuff. And they're, they're saying he's pretty much created like a monopoly because what the closest thing was, was what pride in 2006, nothing else has been around since then. So they basically have like no leverage to say like, Hey man, you got to pay us more. Cause what are they going to do? They can't mm-hmm. go to another place to like, you know yeah. what I mean, get paid I mean, more or anything. To be honest, the really the only leverage they have now, and it's not even really leverage, is fighting one of the Paul brothers, Jake Paul, probably. Right? Like right. But that's but it's crazy to think like Nate Diaz, Anderson Silva, and uh Woodley, like their biggest paydays came against their biggest paydays in their career came against Jake Paul. Like, how wild is that? Yeah, but what and does that are, say? Exactly. What's it say about UFC? Greed. Yeah. So these guys are the best, like best. in the best shape, toughest guys, like on the planet. Biggest and stars. They have to go like swallow their pride and go box somebody that they know they can beat up in real life, and then right. you know lose in front of everybody just so they get. It's it's like messed up. You know what I mean? Now so- now. This lawsuit's been around. I'm not sure if you saw this, Liam. I was talking. It's been around almost eight years now, right? And uh-huh. of course, of course, Dana White, being the media star he is, remember he smacked his fucking wife in public, and that just yeah. got brushed under the rug because he knows all. It's Dana White, right? Uh-huh. So Dana White, yeah, Dana White. Uh, this has been very, very pushed under the rug. He's been trying to hide this for a while because it's a billion dollars. I don't give a crap what company you are when you get hit with a billion dollars and you have to pay it out. Yeah, it'll it'll crumple your your company, right? Yeah. So uh, his big thing was uh, when you say that 16 to 19 percent revenue, that's for the top dogs. That's for the guys. If you're a title fighter, you yeah. get a piece of the uh, pay-per-view. If you don't hold a belt, he literally dictates whatever he wants, how much yeah. you get paid. There's literally guys on the biggest the one that just happened in Madison Square Garden, 295. The first couple guys are literally making like 50 grand. And when you remember about this, this is where people are like, oh, what's well, here's the thing. Not only is it only 50 grand and you're taking taxes, right? Then I got to mm. pay my trainer. I got to pay mm. the guys that help with my nutritionist. I got to yep. pay the camp guys. By the time yep. they walk away, these guys are literally after three, four months making, a, you know, 10, 20 grand on a, yep. and they're on a pay-per-view and there was five fights that generated $500 million yep. and they gave yeah. them 20 grand. Get out of my face. Yes. And yeah, that's it the is main unfair. card guys too. Yes. That's yes. the main, main card. Yeah. They all talk Crazy. about it. If you lose, the biggest thing, the saddest thing guys get upset about when they lose a title fight is if I don't have the belt, I don't get a piece of the pay-per-view. That's the yeah. biggest thing. So like when you get the belt, uh-huh. it's it's you get a you're only if you're a champion or a title, even if you're not a champion. So the guys who fight the champions don't get a piece of the pay-per-view. You right. have to have the belt to get a piece he, of a pay-per-view. You know, and the thing is, I understand where he's coming from. Like, because if you look at boxing, like the belts are meaningless. So corrupt. Correct. And it's corrupt, but like the belts are meaningless as well. Where it's very like, true. The belts in Uf- the belts in UFC mean something. Undisputed. Right? You're undisputed. They, they they very much mean something. And this is a reason for it. But it doesn't mean you can't raise the percentage of the guys that you know even, like you can't raise the, the base salary of a guy. If you're fighting on the main card, bro, you deserve to get paid. You know I what I mean? Like, that's what they're coming for, you know? And maybe, like, the first fight on the main card, maybe, you know, maybe you're getting 15% of the crowd, but right. still, 15% of the crowd is a couple, like, you know, maybe $60 million worth of revenue. Agreed. You know, like, come the fuck on now, you know? And, and then the guys, two hard things. Yeah. The two hard things. Remember, they don't have a union. They're not nope. unionized. Mm-hmm. And Dana is the promoter. He's the matchmaker. Yeah. He's the he's the lord and state. So, he does whatever like, he wants. Yeah, yeah and so if he's you taking do, all of that. Sure and if is. you do, and if you do bitch about it, he will fucking put you on the. He'll put. He'll shadow ban your ass. You've seen what he's done to people. Yeah, 
oh yeah, he's going to give you, and if God forbid, like they did this to like Ty, when you just said Woodley, he was one of them who was outspoken about it. The second Woodley lost his title. Oh, yeah. Dana made sure he did nothing but fight the hardest, craziest fights that he will never get back to the title fight because he's like, oh, you remember how you were talking about like the, when you were on top and I couldn't knock you off because you're the champion and you're talking all this fighter pay equal. Well, now that you lost, I'm going to make sure that I throw every Russian savage from Dagestan at you until, yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yep. So did you see there's, so just like, uh, like, you know, these rich Saudi Arabian dudes did with golf, there's going to be like a, they're, they want no, no, no. They want to make their own. It's going to be called the Professional Fighters League. They're going to start yeah. another one. Yeah, no one's going to go there. But here's the thing: if if this lawsuit goes through, Liam, this is the big thing. They were talking about uh-huh. this on Rogan. If it goes through and they do lose, they get sued for two billion dollars and they pay out three hundred ex fighters, a big a big chunk. They're they're going to be so low that Dana's going to have to sell, and the Saudi Arabians are foaming at the mouth. Oh, because so they want to then they want to take it they're over. Just putting this, you think they're just putting this PFL there to like dangle the carrot in front of fighters and say, hey, we'll pay you just to kind of like weaken the UFC. And then once he kind of goes under, because remember, then there are it. other places. They got Bellator. They got there's a, one FC over in uh, the Philippines is worldwide bigger than the UFC. UFC is the biggest in America. Worldwide, uh, one FC has way more uh, uh, spectators than they do. Does it pay but, better? Yeah. Oh, if, okay. if you're if if it pays better on average, not the champions. But I don't care if you're the one champion. You ain't the UFC champion. The UFC yeah. is the yeah. NFL. It is what it is. And you can't like I don't. You could be the Bellator champ. You could be the uh, PFL champ. You could be whatever champ. You ain't the UFC champ. That's the belt. You know what do I mean? They, do they get paid if they're on the Ultimate Fighter? No, and those yeah, fights aren't they're... those fights aren't considered on your record either. Shaw yeah. talks about this all the time because he was in the uh, Tough House. Yeah, yeah, he was. He fought Nelson in the finals, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was on the. Yeah. He was. On, he was on the highest rated one ever with uh, Kimbo Slice. Yes, yeah. Kimbo was in that. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Guys, it was. And... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Rampage was there, right? And Forrest yeah, Griffin. Yeah, was that that's what he beat okay. the door down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Liam, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, nah, just saying? you know, just meet him in the middle. I mean, uh, of right. all athletes, 100%. these guys are like trading their bodies like the most. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like, the damage okay. that's gonna be done to some of these guys, like brains and that, hundred percent. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to pay them more, man. No one puts their life and, and health on the line worse than a UFC fighter. You're out of your mind, or you're just not a smart person. If you think that the out, like worst case scenario on a football field, you know, you get hit really hard. There could be like a paralysis for a little bit. It's so far and in between, and like football is like you know close to in fighting, mm-hmm. you might never go home. Like in boxing, yeah. how many people a year die in boxing? That a plenty. I know yeah. it hasn't happened in the UFC yet. But, like, you saw what happened to Cyborg when he got kneed by MVP and it crushed his cranium into his goddamn brain. Like, like you'll never be the same. Yeah, what do you think that does to your brain when you're fucking... Turns it into soup. your walnut like that, dude. Jesus Christ. It's awful. So, all right. Good stuff, guys. We are coming towards the top of time, though. Uh, Steve, what do you got before we get out of here? If you've never had the love and companionship of a dog, shout out, Bruno. I love you. If you've never had the companionship of a real dog, go get yourself a dog and you will have a ride or die for the rest of your life. And if you don't like dogs, suck my dick. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah very much so. Uh, Liam, what do you got before we get out of here? Dude, people, stop leaving your kids in the car and like going into the store to like, you know, to like, you know, casually shop up and down the aisles and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Freaking guy. And if you do go to a Gucci store, not the penny chop or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, Yeah, somewhere where they'll maybe be more safe in the parking lot. (laughs) Nice. Well, speaking of the penny chopper, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. We come today by the one and only Lashmise A. Liam Reese and Strong Stem Steve Cabot. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives podcast you can join us on twitter and tiktok at working p pod and if you'd like to be a guest on the show please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com. and please like subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet sweet content thanks for listening and have a great weekend thanks see you